Hi, you're listening to Mac, Matt, and Jen, Transmissions from the Dark Side, and I'll be listening soon. This is Tom Savini, signing off. <laughs>Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we are watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology Monsters and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss, and with me at the table, my two best friends in the whole wide world. Why, it's Matt Rose and Jen Hansen. Hey! How is everybody doing? Oh, we'll see. We'll see how my asthma does for this. I'm tip top, baby. Uh, buddy, spray it in and help me not edit so much. Have, have some of my lungs. I'm the giving tree of lungs. Yes, have some. Oh, you, you mean how to teach your child codependence. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Jen Hansen, you're here. I'm here. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. Oh, it's the baby's fine in the car. It's fine. I'm glad to see you guys, too. It's, it's fall now. Don't it's worry. Fall. <laughs> it's cooling. He's got the keys. I mean, he's... <laughs> He's got the keys in a map home. He can't figure it out at two months. Come on. We joke. We joke. He is safe with his father, who is not babysitting dads. Don't babysit their children. Correct. Yes. He's watching his child. Yes. As a dad does. As a dad does. <sighs> if this is your first time here, what we do around here is we watch anthology horror. We are watching a show called Monsters. Every episode is different. They're all about 22 minutes long, and we're still going to take an hour. Um, <laughs> today, we watched an episode called The Demons, and it is customary around these parts that we guess, based on title alone, what this episode is about Today's no exception. Today is no exception. No exception. Uh, we call it the dark side guess. Who would like to go first? I can go. The demons. Hey, you kids like demons? You like little green guys with horns and shit? Or a red guy with a pokey little pitchfork? Wrong. This episode is about your inner demons. Did you think of that? No, you only thought of yourselves. I like it. Great. All right. Maddie, oh, you want me to go? I no, go. no. I'll, 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 you, I'll you, go. you paused like I got a humdoozer. So I died. <laughs> uh, okay. The demons. Leviathan and Saidia Beelzebub had the idyllic <laughs> servant life any middle-aged demon couple could dream of. <laughs> don't, don't silently clap me. Uh, <laughs> so when their eldest child was bringing her boyfriend home for Thanksgiving, they were thrilled. That is... Until they found out he was an exorcist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Twist. The demons. Where did Jack and Laura Demon get such a cursed last name? <laughs> Could it be mm, Satan? <laughs> 
Unfortunately. Unfortunately. None of these guesses were correct. And I don't know how we've missed the mark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, We have an extra dark side guess uh, today, courtesy of uh, Ted Hansen. Uh, He said, Ted Hansen said, and I quote, "Uh, I think this is going to be like Jim Henson's Dinosaurs, but like a sitcom. But like with demons. (laughs) But Jim Henson's Dinosaurs was was a sitcom. sitcom. Was Look, it? he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> so unfortunately, these guesses were not correct. Matt Rose, hit us up with them sweet Ooh. deeds. Um, this was season two, episode eight. Uh, it aired November 19th, 1989. The guests from IMDb. 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 A greedy alien named Arcturus tries... To enslaved a demon to grant his wishes. <laughs> Nicely but instead, done, IMDb. Yeah, but instead gets a poor insurance agent from Chicago named Arthur Gamet. Poor Arthur must grant the alien's wishes, even if it means getting a demon of his own. Written by Edward Stevenson, age eight. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, the the this episode is the most and then story ever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Maddie, please continue. Uh, anchoring this episode, you guys, as Arturus, was Richard Mole. Ah, uh, sweet Richard Mole. Mole from Night Court. Yeah. Oh, you might, yeah, you might recognize him from Night Court or the movie House um, that had William Katz. He's great in House. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, also, he was in a movie called Ghost Shark. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and you might know the riff tracks of this, uh, The Sword and the Sorcerer. I don't. I don't. Um, it's it's pretty good. You should watch it. Uh, as Arthur was Jeff Silverman. Um, he was in Cocktail, Summer School, uh, The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones, and a ton of eighties TV. Okay. As June was Karen Hansel. Um, she was in Psycho Three, an episode of Freddy's Nightmares, Max Headroom, It's a Living, and tons of eighties and nineties TV. Uh, as the other demon was Eddie Deason. Um, yeah. We probably all know Eddie Deason in war some games. capacity. Yep. As war game or in war games. He war was war games. games. Yeah. War games. Hi, <laughs> I'm Eddie war games. <laughs> Would you like to play a war game? <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. Uh, he was also in Greece, Greece 2, Polar Express, Zapped, um, and uh, 1941. Yep. Uh, and a ton of 80s, 90s, 2000s. So his credit, a lot of voice acting. Was his credit listed as nerd <laughs> for uh, every I single would, one? I would say that half of them were yeah. probably nerd or dork or something like that. Like last names like Bringer are the <laughs> end of it. <laughs> Hun Bringer. Nerdlinger. Nerd stand. Zingbringer. Wrong Stansky. <laughs> Lance Stank Stan. Lance Stankistan. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> I five myself. Uh, directing was Scott Alexander. Uh, he had one other directing credit, which was for a movie called Screwed. Um, but then he actually had like a, a legit career as a writer, um, writing such movies as People vs. Larry Flint, oh, Ed wow. Wood, Goosebumps, uh, the one that just came out a couple years ago, and 1408, the uh, Stephen King adaptation. I liked that. Yeah. Uh, the writer of the um, teleplay or whatever mm-hmm. was Martin Olsen. Um, he mainly wrote cartoons such as Rocco's Modern World, Extreme Ghostbusters, and Phineas and Ferb. 
Uh, the original writer of the story, uh, who also helped with the screenplay, uh, was Robert Sheckley. He also did uh, Free Jack, um, Condor Man, Out of the Unknown. Oh, my God. And Condor Escape Man. Yeah, I wanted to see that, too. Uh, An Escape from Hell Island. I saw Condor Man in, like, the um, the theater that showed second movies, second mm-hmm. run house. I forget what they have another name. Dollar theaters? Like a yeah. dollar theater, but I think they have another, like, official type of name. Anyway, um, not great. <laughs> Not great. And when I found out that Condor Man was the Phantom of the Opera yeah. at the Glorious Pentages <laughs> Theater. The Glorious Pentages Theater. That, that I didn't realize that I think it's Michael Crawford. Yes, Michael mm-hmm. Crawford was Condor Man in this terrible Disney movie. Just abysmal. And uh, But he was also in Hello, Dolly. That's right. The he film was, yeah. adaptation. Yeah. Did that also have Carol Channing? Or? Uh, no, it had Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand. Yes. And Walter Matthau. That's fine. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Um, the Carol film Channing's Wally right. uses Hello Dolly. That's right. Yeah, it does. A ton. Yeah. Did you guys happen to notice that one of the producers or the co-producer was Udi Moorhead? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Udi. Ooh. O-O-T-Y. Okay. Hey, honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Ooh! Crisp critters! Vapes! Ooh! Oh, look, it's monsters! I'm walking hey, here! shut up, you face! Hey! It's a story. Hey, it's a story. hey, let's watch it! Why did we turn into Mario? I don't know. The door from the monster swings wide open. And fuck me, it's Danny DeVito in Batman Returns. (laughs) (laughs) The score by Danny Elfman is on point. Oh, I wrote that we opened to the music of Danny Elfman's stepson. (laughs) Gary Elfman. (laughs) You're not my dad. Major minor, major minor, major minor, major minor. Industry. The world in motion. So we open up to Arturus. Yes, Arturus. So they didn't really explain to me what he was. He's some sort of, we're assuming he's some sort of demon. I guess or some sort of creature that's the thing is in the in the description it said alien and it yeah. was like it would have been nice if he would have i mean they say moons like a little bit later mm-hmm. but still it would have been nice if we had a little clarification yeah Guys, it just it took me right out of this episode yeah we are 20 seconds into this episode <laughs> post credits which is a minute so we're a minute 20 into this episode yep. and i wrote i hate this already <laughs> um my first note as soon as I saw him shuffling and going like, and I saw the set, the music, I just wrote, Jesus, no. <laughs> just wrote. So this is Richard Mall casting a spell as a demon or an alien. And I wrote, this spell has all the subtlety you'd expect from a Richard Mall performance. <laughs> uh, all right. How did we all describe the appearance of Arturus? <laughs> I wrote that he was beneath the planet of the apes, Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote, 
You know when you look in the toilet and say, did I just poop an octopus? <laughs> I wrote a bald Star Trek alien with a fart hatch on his head. <laughs> that is not wrong. <laughs> because it really is just like... I mean, the prosthetic that they put on his head, pretty good, but Richard <laughs> Mall was already bald. Yes. Yeah, so it wasn't like they had to go and do anything extra. And then their answer to everything else was long robe, but the hand prosthesis are pretty fucking good. I thought the opening, I thought it looked pretty good. And honestly, for as much over-the-top scenery chewing, I might have liked this episode a little bit more than you guys because, like, it's not a good episode, but it was an enjoyable episode. For all of the bad tongue-in-cheek episodes that we've seen. That was immediately what I said to Matt after I watched it. I was like, I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't hate it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It's... The thing that the music and the camera work and the dialogue immediately tells me. Hey, relax your jaw. Just take the tension out of my mouth. Loosen up that tongue. Let it hang, baby. And then just, just turn it a sharp <laughs> 90 degrees. And just <laughs> fucking hey, drill it. Hey, tongue. Hey, tongue. Can you find some cheek? Did you fucking? Hey, tongue, can you can you pneumatically press yourself into my cheek? Yeah, my tongue. It was like. Oh, did you guys notice when I walked in here? I was like, "Hey, you guys see what my tongue is?" Because I chewed it. I chewed it off. It was desperation. This episode was so funny. I had to swallow my own tongue. <laughs> um okay so we've got this this creature uh turd priest uh walking around <laughs> casting a we, a wacky spell we got we got captain hat flappers <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's drawing a a, a conjuring yep. circle on the ground he's going and he's getting I have, Graveyard yeah. moss Sulfur. and slime Eye of a, a murdered corpse. Yeah. Yes. And then he he says something like, well, I hope you were murdered. And then, you know, throws the eyeball in the center. And then... For all of the ones that were like, sort of like, oh, we're watching a comedy. I thought Richard Mall did a great job in this. I thought he was so, like, he leaned into it so hard that I still found it amusing. Here's where my take was. Because I was watching it as a 42-year-old man, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but taking a step backwards, yeah. I was like, it's campy. Yes. And camp is – and it's well-executed camp. It is. In comparison – to Roymonia. Exactly. Something like that. I, I mean, if this hadn't been cast with Richard Mall, I feel like he probably improvised some of this stuff, some of his goofy dance and some of the things that he did that were so silly and so over the top and winky that had you not had someone like this in it, it would have been excruciating to watch. Because it does have a very Abbott and Costello meet the mummy yep. type feel. Right. Like... 
an eight-year-old would have been laughing at yes, this. Yes, yes. If it weren't for the demonic imagery and eyeballs. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, I mean, it has a real, like, ah, see, this eyeball doesn't belong here. See, but this is what I would have wanted when I was eight years old because I wanted something that was scary but also, like, winking enough that it's like, but you're safe looking at this corpse's eyeball, you know, because it's just silly. Right. This, is, this isn't going to hurt you. Right. Matt hates it. Maybe, maybe eight-year-old. See, I think even eight-year-old Matt would have been like, getting too old. Sure, for this it's, shit. it's fine. It's fine. Twelve-year-old Matt would have only liked three seconds of this entire episode. Oh, I know what three seconds those are, yep. baby. Yep, we'll get to that very shortly. <sighs> well, so he's he- casting a spell, and we we hard cut to well, Arthur, uh, right? Right, because. <laughs> As you had mentioned, uh, Richard Mall dances and prances. Mm-hmm. Once he has all of the ingredients into the circle, mm-hmm. he casts the spell, which does involve him kind of like icky shuffling yeah. on the outside of the summoning circle. Yes. And saying things like, hamana, 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 Yeah. And then um, it just smash cuts directly to our boy, Arthur, the insurance agent. All right, guys, do we all want to say our description of Arthur? Okay. On on three. George Costanza. The poor man's George Costanza. (laughs) George Costanza. The poorest man's George George Costanza. (laughs) There's the broke guy's George. There's George Costanza. The broke guy's George Costanza. And the poorest persons ever. I, I crossed out homeless man's George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought maybe that was hurtful. But I just said the poorest man's George Costanza. <coughs> Arthur both sells and loves insurance. Oh, he can make a pussy dry in like <laughs> five seconds. Because he has a classic Randy wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, yeah. This woman, we got a real Peg Bundy situation on our hands. This woman is DTF. <laughs> I I wrote that she was DTFAF. So yeah, <laughs> she is Jonesin for, for the, the Bonesin. <laughs> I said it Once in my again. head. Yeah. I said it in my head, but I was like, no. If I say it, they'll laugh me down. Once again. <laughs> Now 42 years old. <laughs> At the table with your best friends. Jonesen for, for the Bonesen. Uh, his wife does not care to hear about insurance anymore. She does not care for it. June. Because this guy is insurance. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary until needed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is prattling on about the new... Insurance packages, uh, um, you know, in rates and his sales numbers go up. And June is like, Arthur, hey. You I'm even here. talked about this at our at my mother's funeral. You tried to sell me a policy. To be fair, she is not a this bitch. She is just a, she's a beleaguered wife. Yeah, I think she she's is, just a little exasperated yeah, at, at her. Rightly so. Her oh, yeah, Absolutely. Um, and she says that, you know, you're you're sapping all the romance out of this marriage. Yes. And then it smash cuts back to our boy Richard Mall. Richard Mall is now doing the Richard Mall spell dance. But he also has to find 
the wing of a squellum? A squellum, yes. And he like he's like he just kind of he just kind of wings it, and he. Nah. But now, for a moment, <laughs> I thought that he had cut off one of his own appendages. Well, it does look like he brings the knife down, but I thought he was just cutting something off of a bat or something. I thought yeah, he pulled he out said. a bat and I think cut off a bit of bat, bit of bat. It reminded me a lot of the end of the Adams family mm. um, because there's a couple things in the Adams family theme that are like, what is that? Like it's, uh, I forget what it is, but it's like they're creepy and they're kooky. They're kooky, yeah, mysterious, mysterious and spooky. spooky. They're, They're all together. Rookie. The Adams, Adams family. family. Their the houses are museum <laughs> where people come, come to see, see them. them. They, they really are a scream. The Adams family. So maybe you should call them a broomstick you can Crawl on a super or a squalum. Exactly. <laughs> that part right there. <laughs> squalum in the canon. Guys, it's not funny. I grew up in squalum. Okay. Our family did the best that we could, but. We were squalum we folk. Were squ- <laughs> we were so poor. We grew up in absolute squalum. Well, you got to help me out because I thought Richard Mall thought it was himself. And was cutting his hand off, and I just wrote, oh, it me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I squall him. Oh, I squall him. <laughs> like he's Cookie Monster. <laughs> oh, it me. It me. Me squall him. <laughs> um, and then a little bit right before the poof, it goes back to Arthur, and June is behind him, and she's in a robe. Shit's about to get so sexy. It's so like late eighties, early nineties sexy because she is she opens her robe, she is fully covered and it's got like marabou trim all over it. So Is that what that's called? Yes, it's called marabou. Huh. Yeah. I had no idea what that was marabou, called. Marabou, marabou trim. Yes. Now she's offering up her quim. <laughs> we keep forgetting we're people's parents here. <laughs> My daughter shouldn't listen to the <laughs> baby is asleep, <laughs> and I'm talking about Quim on air. It was a cold, dark night. <laughs> <laughs> We're podcasters. We talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about whatever we want. No, be consensus. Podcasters. <laughs> Rule <laughs> It was a cool dark night. <laughs> <laughs> Jen Hansen and my rose had to regulate. <laughs> oh, is my nose bleeding? <laughs> Great. June gets behind Arthur, takes off her robe to reveal Vava Bavum. See anything you Mess. like? Can you please read to me what my note is? Vava <laughs> Bavum. <laughs> Yep. Matt and I are idi- idiotly <laughs> yep. in sync. Yeah. We are the same horn dog. Yeah. <laughs> she looked like the cover of a 1989 Fredericks of Hollywood catalog. 100%. Yeah. Because it's the idea of a 50s pinup yes. with 80s fabric. Yes. 
she had the like the big bow in her hair mm-hmm. like somebody in like the girls just want to have fun video mm-hmm. that that you would just there's no fucking around that bow like nope. you would either have to take it off like i don't know it's very awkward i'd find <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm gonna fuck that bow <laughs> <laughs> Chris Christopherson. <laughs> hey, what's that in your hair? You just mind laying down for him. <laughs> they didn't get married. They didn't get married. That's why I fucked that bow. I said, and this is terrible, that June is getting off some good squish. <laughs> and Arthur is oblivious. <laughs> She's DTF. She's DTF. He's not a He's not. He doesn't sell puss insurance, so he is not catching it. He's not catching those vibes that right. he's thrown down. Uh, well, he should get some insurance for yeah. that. Uh, and it cuts back to Richard Mall, who has the last ingredient: moonlight. So romantic. And uh, now Arthur is transported Star Trek style. Yes. Into the pentagram, and he has this line read. Oh. Is so troll too. I yes. Okay. I thought the same yeah. thing. My my note for this was, and the Oscar goes to yeah. this line read. Uh, okay, Arthur, we're gonna take it again. Can you uh, can you take it, please? Uh, right from Holy Mackerel. What is this? You got it. Holy Mackerel. What is this? Okay, cut. Um, Arthur, you could, you're more surprised. And like this, is, you've been transported into a demon lair in another dimension. So you're really surprised. I got you. Kind of, okay, great. Yeah, okay. And sorry, sorry. action. Holy mackerel. What is this? Okay, cut. Um, all right. That was, that was, uh, that was great. Um, that was a bit we, subdued, though. Yeah, we just need to amp it up a little bit more. Remember, you're, you're afraid. This is very stressful, but magical. Okay. Well, what's happening? You're very surprised. Okay, ready? Yep, and yep. action. Holy mackerel. What is this? You just pooped your pants. Cut, cut. He just, can we get a, can we get a pee? I really need a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> can we get the shitty bucket? But also, can we do another take? Because I'm feeling really confident. Okay, you shouldn't be. Let's just wrap for lunch forever. <laughs> and they replaced him with a sock. <laughs> Nobody noticed. <laughs> and uh, I wrote down, he summoned an accountant. <laughs> yep. And that's the act break. It is the act break. Goodbye. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. This film contains scenes which are shocking. The preview you are about to watch is for a movie that is unlike any you have ever seen before. It is for a movie that goes beyond temporary fear to everlasting terror. It is a movie called Demons. Yes, the demons are coming, and they're coming for you. Warning, if you have the courage to see demons, sit near an exit. Otherwise, you might never get out. In your theater, who will survive the touch of the demons, and who will not? Demons. With music by Billy Idol, Motley Crue, The Adventures, Rick Springfield, and Saxon. This is no dream. This is happening right now. And it could be happening to you.
They will make cemeteries their cathedrals. And the cities will be your tombs. Will you survive it? Demons. All right, guys, we need a, we just need a couple things for the Demons trailer. It's pretty straightforward. Well, let's look at this, uh, this SAT guide. Um, so cemeteries are to cities as cities are to... Demons. Okay, good one. No, oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, what was it? What did uh, you... uh, I, I wrote down tombs, but... Uh, mm, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, you're now, right, uh, right, right. graveyards are to airports as... Um, as uh, uh, landing strips are to... Demons. Great. Perfect. Next. Uh... <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay. Uh, demons. <laughs> <laughs> it's killed Matt. Demons are to microbreweries. As, as hops are to... Uh, uh, d- devil oats. <laughs> Did I win? Demons. It'll be like waking up with something in your hand that you didn't put there. Hey, you ever fall asleep in the tub and then you wake up and there's turd in there? You're like... Demons. (laughs) Uh, You'll be in the theater, but you won't get out of it because it's too late for you. Demons. Hey, you ever have that dream where you're you're supposed to be taking a class, but then the wheel falls off your car and you're like, I don't even have insurance. Demons. There's a song in this trailer that isn't on the soundtrack. Demons. Ingve Melstein. <laughs> Just that. No one, no one under eighty years old will be admitted, and if you're eighty, you're too old. Get a get a grip. You're about to die. Honk honk, Grandpa. It's demons. <laughs> if you're eighty years old, we got news for you. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Demons. demons. <laughs> you're gonna. If you like sh- thrills and chills, you're gonna be so mad when you. <laughs> <laughs> no one with popcorn will be admitted to the first three rows because you're gonna cover the theater in it, mainly because there's an electrical shortage, and we can't find out where the leads are. If you're afraid of sharks, you might think about them during this movie. <laughs> Demons. Rated R. For, for demons. Re- <laughs> for real, real demons. demons. <sighs> that felt good. Yeah. And we're back. So, Jen, I'm assuming you've seen demons? Yes, I have. Matt. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. I appreciate you. <laughs> I need to make a tweet that says, I don't care about new metal I'm not big into horror, but I love talking about them with my friends. <laughs> yes. I feel like that should be on a t-shirt. Well, I'm just going to... me? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you the basic plot of the movie. There is a mask in a theater, and someone cuts themselves on the mask, and then they turn into a demon and start killing people in the movie theater, and then eventually um, people... <laughs> 
people don't they like ride a motorcycle onto a helicopter and then fly out of the theater? Like it, all I know is that the helicopter crashes into the theater at one point. Yes. Yes. And then like they get it's it it is so weird. Let me ask you this, Matt. Um, if you like, if you like movies about graveyards that have songs written by Bone Thugs in Harmony, and but you watch it on the moon, and then your parents are there and they're mad, demons. Jen, your nose is pouring <laughs> out blood. Your nose is blood. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, demons. Demons. Ah. Uh. The creature has summoned Arthur. Are we calling him Ar- Arturus? Is that his name? Arturus is the uh, the Richard Mall is Arturus. He has summoned Arthur, the insurance salesman. In my notes, I just called him George. So. Okay, all right, we can call him George. No, we can call him whatever you want. I don't want to fight. Uh, and it surely won't be confusing to the listener. <laughs> um, he has summoned Arthur um, and insists and, and is calling Arthur a demon. It says, Demon, you must give me one wish, and that is to bring me Drast. Now, I did not hear Drast. I heard grass. Oh! <laughs> Which made this a 420 special. Ass grass or grass? <laughs> <laughs> this car is powered by marijuana. <laughs> Grass, grass, or grass, all others paid demons. <laughs> grass, grass, demons, grass. Uh, okay. Uh, way, grass, Meredith, back to Bernie. Demons is actually a long, short, long. We are calling for help. <laughs> <laughs> the Morse code on this episode is insane. <laughs> Oh, Arturus, the, the creature, has summoned Arthur, uh, insisting he wants uh, he gets one wish, and that is to get dressed. Arthur, rightly, does not know what the fuck he's talking about, does not know what dressed is. But don't you worry, because if Arthur can't come through, he's going to be put into the pain cage. The pain cage. <laughs> Which I believe was a Motley Crue pain. <laughs> I believe it was a Motley Crue prop. <laughs> <laughs> What are oh, you yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. the manager of pain? A shower of the page king. Page page <laughs> What happens oh. when you don't drink during a podcast? <laughs> Somehow your language is worse. Oh no. Oh no. I, I, I did write at this point because Richard Mall is just going for it. He's great. I was like, Jim Carrey would have leaned into this as well. If he had gone halfway or three quarters of the way, it would have been the performances that we've seen in other stuff, and it would have it would have sucked. It was fun to watch Richard Mall in this. For me, at, at some point in my notes, I wrote, "Excuse me, sir, the people in the back can't hear you." <laughs> <laughs> he he's going on, but Arthur is cunning, and he's like. Well, you got to send me back to get it. Well, yeah, I need to talk yeah, to my like, boss. Oh, yeah, he's I'll really get this. Stingy. Yeah. He says that he works for the devil. He has to go to the underworld. Um, and this is also when Arturus, the demon, starts to figure out something might have gone wrong with his spell, that he might have made a mistake um, and is reading in the, uh, the sorcery book that um, reads, a substitution may result in summoning dimensional counterparts. 
And he's like, dimensional counterparts? Ah, well, it's a living. Let's send <laughs> Arthur back. And voila, boom. Arthur's back. And how does he go back? Voila, boom. Okay. And talk about Is that how a sexy woman falls down? Voila, boom. Please welcome to the stage from the mysteries of the East. Voila, boom. I have a bruise on my ass. I fell down. Oh, my dick fell out. Yay! Yay! I'm so good at this. I'm here for the tease, <laughs> but also my bottom. <laughs> Does anybody have an ice pack? If someone could please just my bottom. Take my little fan and, and fan oh, it on my bottom. And my glove is off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Where'd my glove go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm peeking at you over my shoulder. I would watch burlesque. <laughs> I would watch burlesque if it was voiceovered with that. <laughs> oh, here I am. <laughs> you thought I'd go behind the curtain, but I come back. I wink at you. Oh, it seems that I am here in a schoolgirl's outfit. Oh, no. There was a short skirt under my skirt. <laughs> and now there's an even shorter one. Oh, look at my top fell off. Surprise, dangles. <laughs> oh, I got party hats on my booze. <laughs> oh, I would pay good money. Let's just new cottage industry. Yeah. Overdub burlesque dancers <laughs> because there's one thing I know about burlesque dancers super chill. <laughs> burlesque for the visually impaired. <laughs> it's gonna be huge on Pornhub. Yeah. I and then she's just kinda like she's kinda like walking but like slow. Oh, uh, now she's like looking at you. Oh, she's doing like um come here. Yeah, yeah, she's doing like a, a come here, and now I she's taking. Want you come here. No, no, you. Now I'm shy. Now I take <laughs> one finger off my glove. Pull, 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 pull. Stuck. Now my glove is a fan. Oh, I wave it on my face, which is sweaty. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> because this place is usually for comedy. <laughs> Um, All right, Arthur gets transported back to his house. Where a leopard skin mama is waiting for him. Oh, God. Well, he he, no, has, he freaks out first. He has his freak out. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. He, he shows up on the table. Standing on the table, and he goes, "Oh, it was all a dream." And then he touches; he's got some like slime, slime on, his, on shirt. his shirt. Now, Matt, have you ever woken up from a dream standing on the table all the time? Oh, oh all right, okay. Ask stand and answered. <laughs> he touches the goo. I would, I would be like, "Really? <laughs> How long?" Touches Matt? the goo on his shirt, and then he realizes. It happened. It happened. It happened. It happened. It happened. It happened. Oh, it happened. It happened. And this is when he starts running around like a real boob. <laughs> I'm saying it, Matt. He was a real boob. Well, he's running around like Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. Yes, yes. that there is definitely go. what he's doing. He's running around like like the dog in the Beggin Strips commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Beggin Strips. Beggin strip. yeah. Oh, what's that say? I can't read. It's back in. 
Or the Snossage's dog. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was the same dog? Oh. Yes. It had to be. I mean, the once same you train, dog. yeah, once you train a cartoon dog to run around in desperate, you have to find not only a cartoon dog who can talk, but also one that has ADHD. Right. And that is set off by things like begging. You script. starve him for 48 hours. This is how you film a dog commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Having filmed many cartoon dog commercials. So after his wife is there and... Is this this isn't where she has to go to? The uh, th- yes, it's, she yeah. is going to. Uh, oh, she's going to be late for her train uh, because she's going to a yoga class. She's going to the yoga class later. Yes, she's going to the lo- yoga class later. Uh, she also asks what happened to his new shirt, and he says, "I sneezed." And she said, "Well, next time, get a, a tissue." Oh, tis- I can't stand it when people say tissue. Tis- Matt, do you need a tissue? For your nose. Are you sure you don't need tissue for your face? If your face requires... And draw him back (laughs) to the demon. And uh, now Richard Maul's like, you got that uh, dress? Where's my dress, bro? Yeah. And I wrote at this part, Arthur's smarter than he looks. Hmm, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he, he starts to ask... That was the. That was you just a, got a real far away look. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a soft toss oh, to okay. Matt. Yeah, uh, because literally that's all my note is. Soft toss to Matt. I. That I, was the softest of tosses. <laughs> hey, he's, he's smarter than he looks. Hey, dummies, catch this. Matt, you weren't even making eye contact. What what do you guys think? (laughs) Would you guys say he's smarter than he looks? Hey, guys, I'm going to say one line. And in the stony silence, (laughs) what if you, I believe Matt should speak. Uh, You guys, I'm pretty tired. (laughs) Welcome to episode 142 of Transmissions from the Dark Side. 142 is not a joke. Jesus, really? Yes. What are we doing for 200? Oh, well, 200 was our interview of... With the vampire? Is it too scary? (laughs) No, it's fine. If you like interviews with vampires... Demons. (laughs) (laughs) And Rice is coming. And she's coming. (laughs) Well, we. (laughs) What was my rhyme with Quim? (laughs) Never mind. Anyway, Matt, as you were saying. Uh, I don't even remember. Arthur's smarter than he looks, and he starts asking. Oh, and that's that's when he starts asking Arturus um, about, uh, God, what is it, Drax? Drax? Drax. Did we have an act break here? Uh, it's coming up in just a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, so he starts asking him, you know, so you're going to have to describe it a little bit to me. Well, uh, it's soft, yellow, heavy, sometimes a reddish hue. Uh, and and the little light bulb goes off over uh, over George's head, and he says, "Oh, you're talking about gold." If somebody said to you, "Hey guys, what's soft, yellow, heavy, and sometimes has a reddish hue?" I would not immediately never go to gold in a million no, years. Never in a million years. No, this is like when my mom's like, "Hey, Babalo Island is opening up another uh, is opening up a place for kids," and. Uh, 
you should, they're having a contest to name it. <laughs> what name do you think it is? It should be six-year-old Matt and nine-year-old Dougie. And all we could come up with is ball. <laughs> ball land. <laughs> it eventually got called Fort Fun. Ball land. <laughs> no joke. My brother and I, my mom's like, you're, you're both fun and creative kids. What do you think? Oh, I thought you were. And then we were like, well, what's going to be it? They're going to have ball pits and things like that for kids. And I'm like, ball land. <laughs> I'm just like, well, well they'll have other stuff. It's no, little, it's ball land. The little on the nose. <laughs> ball world. I can, I can only imagine your mom's face. Oh, oh, how she did just laugh directly into our faces. Oh, yeah. I, I it's am a at, little like that. I am at the phase in my life where I cannot properly describe, like I can't remember the names of places or movies. Mm-hmm. So I will have to look at somebody and say, this is not what that thing is called, but I'm going to describe it as it's in my head right now. Um, so I will say I want to go eat at Tiny Sandwich Horse Restaurant. <laughs> and you would say Green Dot Stables because that is that is the restaurant that serves sliders and, and is is yeah, uh, right. is horse stable themed. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Oh my god. And I'm over here like ball land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it is in fact gold. And he's looking for gold. Gold. I gold. Yeah, I'm rich. I'm socially secure. Uh, so and he, before before he goes back, he's mm-hmm. like, "By the way, can By I get way. that uh, spell?" Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need that uh, I'm gonna need the spell that brought me here just for record so, keeping purposes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Arturus, uh, being the genius that he is, gives him the scroll. And um, is that the activate? No, it's in just a second. Oh yeah, so this is when uh, this is when George goes uh, gets sent back and immediately starts making phone calls. Yes, he calls the Wiccan Church Supplies. I I put dial in a cult. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also calls the uh, the city morgue guy. This was great. I loved the city morgue guy. So the city morgue guy is actually in the next act. That is the act oh, right, oh, okay. when he starts okay. calling to investigate like cemetery mold or whatever. Okay. All right, well, that is the act break, and we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Bacon! Bacon! Where's the bacon? I smell bacon! 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 Gotta be bacon! Only one thing smells like bacon! That's bacon! Bacon, 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 bacon! There! From that bag, what's it say? I can't read! Please, please, give me what's in the bag! Chewy, yummy, smoky bacon! There you go. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. No, 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 no. It's bacon! No, it's bacon strips, brand dog snack from Purina. Bacon strips. Dogs don't know it's not bacon. It's bacon! 
Sausages. Dogs in search of the ideal snack. Sausages. What is that special treat? Sausages. We know they love to snitch a snack. We know they love to sneak a sausage, so... Sausages. That's it. Sausage-style snacks. Sausages. Made with meat, a hearty taste, a healthy chew, and voila, the ideal snack. Sausages. But what will we call them? Sausages. Doggy snacks? Sausages. Little saucies? Sausages. Sausages. New Kennelration Snossages. Scrumptious sausage-style snacks for dogs. Okay, why were they keeping Snossages. that dog in a phone booth? Answer the phone, prick. <laughs> Who is it? Snossages. Snossages. Hey, help me. I'm a dog man. Snossages. Dog man? Yes, I am a dog. I, I am dog man. Somebody put him down. Put him out of his misery. No, I am but a puppy. God, he can't live like this. Nothing can live like this. But only, please help me. Get the gun. If only I could have a snossage. Somebody get a bucket. Please don't murder me. I mean to drown him in. <laughs> what was that? That was bubbles. Oh. It was drowning bubbles. That, no, that doesn't sound like bubbles, does I, it? I, like, oh, okay. All right. Well, I can't do bubbles. Demons. <laughs> You're going to lose your ability to make the bubble sound. <laughs> Demons. Guys, is this right? Snossages. Um, I do believe that the Begging Strips commercial is just a cocaine commercial that they made for dogs. I smell cocaine. It does remind me a lot of the old cocaine commercials they used to show for people. In the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, like, Ugh. what's in the bag? What's in the bag? Cocaine! Who's that sassy lady? Cocaine! <laughs> in New York. Cocaine! She's dancing and reading Sally Ford. I've been doing it for four days! <laughs> Look at her teeth, they're in great shape. There's in my mouth! Only her septum is missing. Get out of the bathroom! She she hasn't slept in four days. I've got a plot to a screenplay. And her bathroom trips are demons. Demons. Uh, I think we're back. I guess we're back, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by chaos. <laughs> by chaos and asthma. Chaos and asthma. Yeah. The newest <laughs> fragrance from Trek Hardwar. <laughs> Paco Draca, canoe, canoe, and we're back. Okay, so ding dong, it's the city morgue guy. It me. It me, city morgue guy. Knock, knock. I, city morgue, you have five hundo? I wrote down my dinner with eye salesman. <laughs> <laughs> so he's paying him 500 in cash in 1989? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of money. It's like $1,500. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it gets him out of getting 20,000 pounds of gold, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, and, and so Arthur is sort of trying to like explain, like, you know, I'm not a creep doing this. I did like this part. I did too. The city more guy was like, listen, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He, I think he said something like, do I look like I have a problem with this transaction? Yeah. Cause I don't. I did love that. He's like, I sell 
eyes. Yeah, I mean, he's a modern day Burke and Hare. What else can I get you? How about a smush dog? <laughs> does he say that? He does. Yes, say, he does. How about a smushed dog? I must have missed that part. I I really really loved this exchange. I like how seedy he is without yeah. being overwrought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like totally worked. I would have watched an episode about this guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. An organ salesman mm-hmm. in the black market. Yeah, that's yeah. an episode of Monsters I want to see. Now Arthur has kind of located everything that he needs, except this pesky wing. Of the squellum. Yes. So doesn't he use like a chicken wing? Or yes. Something? He uses his a chicken, chicken leg. leg. Yeah. yeah. He's like, eh, good enough. It's it's all right. It's a living. And then he decides to basically put on a hood. Why does he have this black hood? I maybe maybe he got this at the the occult supply store. Or he's or... part of some secret society <laughs> yeah. that we don't talk about. It was yeah. It's it's really a troublesome hood. It is. If it was a different color, it'd be a deeply troublesome. Oh hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least it looks like an executioner. It's just an executioner hood right yeah. now. Yeah. But it's it's a problem. It's, it is. I. Yeah, yeah. And I think the well. We didn't know any better in 1989 that you couldn't wear an executioner's hood and throw a chicken leg into a pentagram. It d- doesn't his wife come home? Not until after he's he summoned he oh, summer. Yeah, okay, it's later. Right, okay, 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 okay. Well, he, he is now in full summoning. He himself is starting to do the icky shuffle mm-hmm. and the hamanaha, hamanaha, And then, guys, oh, I cannot <sighs> wait to hear your descriptions. Enter in a character into the, into the summoning circle. He summons a, a demon. He does summon a demon. I don't I don't even know how we can begin to describe it. But we all need to take our <laughs> turns. We, we all need, need to, to take, take our, our turns. turns. I, I will go first. Okay. okay. I see the character appear in the summoning circle and I write down what's with Warthog Teen Wolf? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, Oh look, it's Rolf the dog in a Queen Amidala costume. <laughs> very close, very yeah. close. Um I wrote Hey, it's Gene Roddenberry's Rudolph the Next Generation. <laughs> he has a very dog man. Yes. Snossages save me. The horns made me think of Rudolph. Yeah, I he also had like a deer like in somebody in like a like a like a shitty cosplay uh yiffing sort of That's like, why I went with Warthog, because they yeah. looked like tusks, but they weren't out of his nose, you're yeah. right. God, Matt. <laughs> but he's silly, guys, and you know he's silly because his eyes are crossed. Oh, jeez. And, I mean, he has... Well, he played every nerd character. Yeah. If, yeah. if you heard his voice, you would be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Oy, oy, it's me. It's me, the nerd. I wrote, this demon is a nerd. <laughs> I wrote down immediately, oh, God, they up the oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wrote, oh, brother, it's Eddie Deason. He, he's going for it, though. Yeah. And Arthur tells him that he needs 10,000 pounds of graphs. Scrillix. Scrap. 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 Phoebe. Phoebe. 
Oh, <laughs> Monster Squad. And, Arthur uh, tells him to get the gold. Arthur's plan now is to. So Arthur originally was trying to summon Arturus. No, he was trying to summon his own demon to get the wish to have the the gold. I thought he said, "I got you now, Arturus." Like he was going to capture him in his own circle. Yeah, and then that's it turned what I out thought. He oh. fucked. He also fucked up the spell and conjured his um his dimensional uh, counterpart. Oh, yeah. I, oh man, I thought that he was. was there's a line. There's get, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I. I don't know how you could miss the line and all that. Awuga. Fart flop. When um when he asks for the draft, I just wrote, "Oh geez, this is gonna go all the way up the chain." Where he just the person that he has, it's, it's a bit like Mister Meeseeks, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Follow me. <laughs> um. So Arthur tells him to go get this gold, sends him away. Demon be gone. Poof. Uh, his wife comes home. Oh, that's to, right. Well, he's moving furniture. Yeah. Uh, the uh, circle is still on the floor with all the shit. Uh, wife comes home to uh, get one her of, yoga mat. One of my favorite setups that they don't use at all. But he go, she goes, what's going on here? Looking at this room. That basically has a chicken part on the floor, a pentagram in a circle, candles, um, all of these, an eyeball mm-hmm. on the ground. Slime, everything. And he goes, it's my new hobby. She's delighted. She lights up like a firecracker. Hey, this isn't insurance. It, there could be a corpse on the ground. <laughs> He's Dexter Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like. Good for I'm glad you. you're taking an interest in something yeah. outside of insurance. And to kind of cover, he says, "Hey, you know, when you get back tonight, let's go out to dinner. I'll make a reservation at the uh, the Indian place you like." She loses her, her mind. mind, dude. This poor woman who is over the. So his wife comes home, finds his new hobby. They're going to go to dinner, and she's. By over- the way, if uh, any of our um, anybody in our life, if we were just. To- Casually tell him that our new hobby is Satanism. <laughs> faith or no faith. I don't see that going over well. Okay, but here's the thing. My new hobby is Satanism, but I'm going to take you out to dinner. Your favorite place. Your favorite Indian place. Oh, well, then we're good. Okay, great. Hold it. Are you trying to harvest my organs? <laughs> I see an eyeball on the floor. <laughs> no, but why don't you have an extra helping? You finish this. All right. I hope that warthog teen wolf comes back. <laughs> and he does. He summons the demon again. His wife has gone to uh, to yoga. Um, well, so he makes the circle bigger so they can fit all the gold. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't catch that. Uh, yeah, and um, that is when uh, the the demon shows up, and he's got like a I don't know a blanket over. Over a large, a large uh, rectangular object, yeah. right? So it looks like, like a big stack of gold. Yeah, that looks like a big stack of gold. Fort Knox, here we come! Beep beep. <laughs> Ruby Ruby. So he says that he wasn't a, like it would have taken an army to get all that Drax. Um, so he got the next best thing. Lifts up the sheet, and who's in there? But Arturus. Arturus, who says. Let me out of here. 
He couldn't, guys, the demon could not have gotten all of that for him. He's just a lowly insurance salesman. Insurance? Boing, boner. Let me tongue your butthole while I tell you (laughs) actuarial tables. He explains, yeah, he can't summon anything, but he's in the insurance business. His wife hates hearing about it, but... I don't. Tell me about it. And then they become best friends. He's like, look, don't even worry about this demon in a cage. Don't worry about getting the don't worry about getting the gold or whatever. And the the thing that he was trying to tell um his wife earlier about an insurance plan, this other guy wants to see. He hands it through the the um temporal portal. Yeah, mm-hmm. the whatever. Uh and he starts reading it, starts asking questions, and it it just it goes on for like another forty five mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah. That's the thing. It should have been, I have this guy in the cage, let me out, credits. Yeah. That's what should have happened. I thought it was kind of, I thought it was kind of sweet that they got to be, got to be buddies at the end. I didn't mind that so much as they just kept going and it would have been like, he gets a brain boner. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like That's for real, right. he gets the brain, like his brain swells You want to talk to? Yeah, it. And then fortunately, I was like, hey, what happened to Richard Mall? Fortunately, we cut back to him in the crate and he screams. <laughs> <laughs> and his brain farts. His brain farts. He screams. Ted Hansen yells, must watch. <laughs> <laughs> That is the episode. Um, thanks for uh, trudging, trudging through that one with us. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's go to the writer's room. What would we change? I I thought it was kind of a just a light, fun episode. And for all of the ones that are supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, I, I feel like this is one of the most successful quote-unquote comedy episodes we've had. Uh, I'm, it, uh, I'm pained to say it. Because I, I I thought it was corny. Yeah, it is. But boy, is it well executed. It really is. When I think of all the, when I think about all the other tales from the dark side, and even monsters trying to be goofy, My yeah. zombie lover. That's a high bar that was set. I still think this this holds up. It doesn't. But uh, but my but, zombie. Okay. Well, my zombie lover is a campy episode. But I, I think they're also at a point where so this following my zombie lover. It's like they've learned how to execute these a little more successfully. Whereas Roymonia or the one with the the pills, the smart pills or whatever, oh, with the guy climbing. Mm. Those are terrible. They are terrible. Episodes. Gin, no chaser. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. The episode where the mummy is. You know, oh god, yeah, that one. yeah. Like, there's so many examples of the turds where we actually are like at the end. Um, please replace this episode whole cloth. Yes, yeah. this episode, I'm kind of like it is what it is because they weren't all going to be serious episodes. They're not all. It's it's that sort of silly tongue in cheek that they did a lot on Tales from the Crypt too. And they and is consistent with the creep show vibe yeah it is just painful at times to watch in 2019 this hacky because it's not you know like because it's not 
good. No, it's not good. But it's not bad enough that it becomes good. Right. It's just right down the middle, which is actually fairly high praise. Yeah. I think if the guy playing Arthur had been a better actor Mm. and had brought a little bit more, I think this would have been an even better episode. But I think the demons both did were were they both walked away with it they walked away with this. it yeah <clears throat> yeah i i i honestly wouldn't change anything no i think it's fun yeah i mean i it's splitting hairs a better a better actor for arthur yeah somebody who could emote a little bit more but honestly he's an accountant right you know insurance, insurance agent sure yeah whatever <laughs> The We're comedians. Whatever people do during the day. Uh, Jen, give us a scale. Um, okay. Uh, how many uh, scale of one to ten? How many piles of drast would you give this episode? Eh, five, six, six piles of drast. Four. I would give it seven. I'd give it six and a half. Yeah, I'm kind of. You were you were six, Matt. I was six. I'll give it six. Okay. Um. Because, yeah, it, it is a well-executed camp ex- mm-hmm. episode. Um, definitely not my favorite. But not the mm-hmm. worst. I've, I've definitely seen worse episodes of, of no, Notches. I have, I have seen... I, I gave it a four. Mm-hmm. That's low end of average. Um, but I... <clears throat> I was not a huge fan of this episode. Fair enough. Hey everybody, it's Matt Noss here from Transmissions from the Dark Side, letting you know that we're doing our best to make sure that we hit every Monday. Uh, that is our goal. And I apologize for missing last week and uh, kind of having a couple uh, spotty releases. I'm trying to tighten that up for everybody so that we can be consistent every Monday morning, ready for you to listen to it. Uh, thanks for your patience with that. If you're wondering how you can help the show, um, two things. One, um, share it. Tell a friend that you think would be interested in this type of show. Uh, let them know. And two, every Thursday, we are going to be asking a question on our Facebook page uh, to find a little bit more from you about what you like about us so we can give you more of it. Um, we just uh, we just haven't talked to you enough. Yeah. And we have some questions about the show, and it'll be one question every Thursday, so there's no need to worry about a huge survey or anything like that. It's the SATs. Ain't the SATs. Go with your gut. Tell us the truth. Uh, we're ready to listen, and we're ready to give you the best show that we possibly can that might just be us slowly losing our minds. And <laughs> <laughs> look at me. I'm taking my glove off. Oh, no. I'm so... One. Silly with my little kitten heels on. I just got one little thingy in my glovey. Oh, I'm turning around. My panties have ruffles on them like a little oh, bag. Look at me. Oh. oh, I'm just a bad baby. Oh, I'm trombones <laughs> letting you know that something's happening with my boom boom. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can get in contact with us. Tea from the dark side. Instagram. Facebook, TFTDS Pod on Twitter, T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on all of them. Uh, but uh, make it easy on yourself. Spotify. There you go. 
Um, or not. That's fine. We just want you to listen, baby. It's okay, man. It's <laughs> all right. I don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> <laughs> However you just found us, keep doing that. Keep doing that. Uh, we love you. Yeah, keep being you. Uh, guys, did I forget anything? Uh, try to enjoy, enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Yeah. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ink Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight. Ooh. <laughs> sibilance, sibilance. Check, check one. Check one, two. Check, checking the checker. Bok, bok, bok. I'm a rooster. Check. Check, check. Everybody's a rooster. <laughs> Fred Schneider's a rooster. Come it wasn't on. a rock. It was a rooster. Stay in the hen house, you stinky hens. I'm looking for another cock. <laughs> clack, clack. Why isn't this a B-52 song? <laughs> no. I'm looking for another cock. Clack, clack. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Clack in the clack house. Us girls are fine with our eggs. <laughs> and it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> We've not started the episode. <laughs>